0: This NFL Week 13 Monday Night Football Betting Preview edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by BetRivers. Claim a risk-free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Rivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/betrivers and we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome everyone to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Saturday, December the 3rd. Currently two. Oh, sorry, the second. Uh currently 2:04 on the East Coast. Here to get into the Monday night football game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And joining me as usual to help me break it all down. You guys know my voice of the nba gambling podcast the mlb gambling podcast and of course here on the nfl gambling podcast it's lante smith lante what's going on brother how you doing not bad man i wish you had a better game but
1: we had a few we had uh, some good ones the last few times so uh yeah i guess we can
0: get in and get out like a bank (laughs) robbery yeah we've had a a couple of good ones over the last couple weeks here uh on monday night football but I mean this could have, I think if Joe Burrow was playing this game obviously yeah. it would have been a, a pretty good matchup here but unfortunately uh for uh Bengals fans and the Cincinnati Bengals Joe Burrow done for the season um as he is dealing with a I think it was what a broken hand or a broken wrist Um
1: I think his wrist uh, was was
0: broke. wrist yep. yep. um for Joe Burrow so enter Jake Browning from the Washington Huskies the Last Pac-12 champions Washington Huskies uh, um at the quarterback position for the Cincinnati Bengals. But um Yeah, so right now we'll just dive right into it here, Lante. Right now, the Jaguars are a eight and a half point home favorite in this game, and I'll pull up this injury report for both of these teams here. Let's see here. All right, so like I mentioned for the Cincinnati Bengals. We know that Joe Burrow is gone for the season. Um, Cornerback Cam Taylor-Britt is going to be out for this game for the Cincinnati Bengals. He's dealing with a quadriceps uh, injury. Um, Other than that, it's a pretty clean injury report for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, Travis Etienne is officially questionable for this game. Uh, Oh, I didn't know that will play it says according to head coach Doug Peterson but just keep in mind yeah he is dealing with a ribs injury um other than that pretty clean injury report as well Tyson Campbell cornerback was a limited participant on practice in practice on Thursday and Luke Farrell tight end was also questionable was a limited participant in practice on Thursday as well for the Jacksonville Jaguars Two teams here, Lante, that are pretty much going in different directions uh, right now. The Jacksonville Jaguars are eight and three on the season. They are number one in the AFC South, and I think for the Cincinnati Bengals, the season is pretty much over. When you don't have your starting quarterback um, and one of the better ones in the league in um, Joe Burrow, they're currently sitting in last place in the AFC North with a record of five and six, um, and this hasn't been a very good season. I know for the Bengals they Got out to a very slow start. It seemed like that they were picking it up a little bit with victories over the Buffalo Bills um, and, and a few divisional or sorry, not, a non-divisional wins there. But, <clears throat> you know, our, before the season started, we heard the news about Joe Burrow and the calf injury. We're not sure if that was going to linger throughout the season for him. Um, so it was just a slow start for the Bengals. But. Unfortunately for them, they just weren't able to take, or haven't been able to take care of business in the uh, inside the number one in their own division, where they are 0 and four, and within the AFC conference, they're just one and six. So, I think for the Bengals, I think I mean, what do you? I mean, what's the mentality here for the Cincinnati Bengals yeah. You just you know try to tank and get a better draft pick, or, yeah. or what do you think the mentality is right now for the Bengals?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's tough to to kind of quantify that. Uh, I would think they would want to, I mean, be at least, you know, competitive. I'm not sure they have a shot at the playoffs right now. I think they're on the outside looking in. And mm-hmm. as deep as the AFC is, I'm not sure if they have enough to even want to get in. My thing is, it's no point in wanting to get in because you're going to get blasted. I mean, you got no shot with, with Jake Brown at your quarterback, no matter how good Chase, Higgins, um and, and those guys are. And even with them, they were, you know, kind of struggling, but. Uh, Burrow came back, and like you said, they picked it up a little bit, but all in all, I think you want to just get a, a elite draft pick, try to get um, some protection for Joe Burrow up front. Yeah. Um, it's it's a good offensive line. Uh, it's a few good offensive linemen coming out, so I think they're probably incentivized to you know try to be as competitive as they can, but at the end of the day, I just don't think they have enough to, to get it done against um, quality opponents, and I do think that Jacksonville is somewhat of a quality opponent, especially at home. Um, the biggest issue is they don't have any any balance. Uh, the the run game has been terrible. Joe Mixon uh, hasn't been good. They're, I think, 31st in NFL in rushing yards per game. So, I mean, Brown is basically, I mean, he has to throw it to throw it up the chase and, and hope for the best because they're not able to run the ball to keep the, um, to keep the defense guessing. So, I mean, what I would do, I would just, I mean, I would assume that Jacksonville would do is just, you know, drop eight. And, and make them try to run the ball, which they haven't had success with. Um, Jacksonville's running um, run defense is, is, is pretty good. So, yeah, I don't think they're incentivized to to go out and give, you know, max effort. I, I just don't think Jake Brown is is that guy um, right now for them. And the fact that they didn't go out and, you know, sign like a veteran or whatever, just kind of, I think that kind of caters to what we're both saying, that we think they're, you know, in line for a top, what, tennis draft pick?
0: Yeah, I mean that's what it would look like. I mean, again, I don't just I don't think that there's really any motivation for them to go out there and win ball games, right? I mean, especially in a division where the third place team, the Cleveland Browns are seven and four and you're sitting right. two games behind the third place team within your own division. So Um, I mean, Jake Browning last week wasn't too bad against the Steelers, I would say. He was 19 of 26, 227 yards. He did have one pick and uh, threw for one touchdown. He has thrown for back-to-back touchdowns uh, over the course of the last two weeks. But like you mentioned, it's just been an imbalance right now for the Cincinnati Bengals team when it comes to the offensive side, right? And like you mentioned, that they're allowing... A lot of yards on the ground. So um, on the season, they're allowing 139.6 yards on the ground, which is the fourth most in the entire league. Mm-hmm. And that, Lante gets even worse over the last three weeks where they're allowing 166.3 yards on the ground, which is still third worst in the entire league. So um, I think that if ETN, um, it looks like he is on track to play here. How effective he's going to be with those ribs injury, we're not sure. But I think that the at least the Jacksonville Jaguars should have some success on the ground here. Um, against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, lack there of rush defense. So you know, it's just interesting to see it uh, uh, when you come to this point of the season, of you know what's kind of transpiring for a team, especially with you know the quarterback play. Uh, at least in this season, I mean, there's just a lot of parity. I think that's a whole separate podcast that we can discuss about the quarterback position yeah, in sure. particular this season. But you know, on the flip side, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they've taking care of business where they needed to. They've won for the last five games. They got huge back-to-back divisional victories against my Texans last week and the previous weeks against the Titans. Um, They did take an L against the uh, San Francisco 49ers, but I think that was a week the Niners were coming off of the bye week. Um, And they got victories against the Steelers and the Saints. So, you know, Doug Peterson has really turned this uh, organization around, its football team around. You know, last season they uh, were in the playoffs. They came from behind um, against the Jag- sorry against the Los Angeles Chargers just to fall short of the divisional round. But I think that if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, after all that has transpired over the past decade with this team of how bad they've been, it's it seems like there is a little bit of light under the tu- uh, at the end of the tunnel at least, and also being competitive um, going forward with Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson and some of the pieces that do around him. But have you what have you kind of seen from this Jacksonville Jaguars team that would excite you if you were a Jaguars fan?
1: Yeah, what what excites me is they haven't played... To me, they haven't played a complete game. Um, I think the only complete game they played was maybe against... um, I don't know if they... Actually, I don't know if they played a complete game. Um, I I think the last
0: one was probably against the Titans, maybe, where they just dominated from start to finish. Yeah, but
1: I mean, I think the Titans are kind of below average. Like, against... They haven't played their best. I mean, even against the Texans, I mean, they gave away some points. I know they, they botched the the end-of-half um, thing with the um, yeah. with the bad play call, and then they kind of let the Texans back in. But I, I would say you can look forward to these guys. You know, they put forth their best effort because I don't think it's, it's came yet. And Trevor Lawrence, numbers-wise – I mean, it looks fine, but I mean, he hasn't been spectacular like, you know, some people thought, including myself, thought he would be this year, especially after coming off that playoff win, uh, the come from behind playoff win. um, People look for him to take that next step. And while he hasn't been bad, don't get me wrong, um, he just hasn't been, you know, ascended into that next level as as some people uh, thought he would. And I think that has a lot to do with maybe. The offensive line is still kind of having some trouble. I know Cam Robinson is, is on IR, so they're kind of shuffling mm-hmm. the offensive line now. So uh, I think they're moving the right guard to center and bringing in. Um, They traded for uh, a guy, I think his last name's Cleveland, from, um, from Cleveland, actually. I think from the Browns. They got it from the Browns at the trade deadline. So he'll be in at, uh, at left tackle, and they're moving their uh, right guard to center, if I'm not mistaken. So... Yeah, they've had five offensive line combinations. Um, this what well, this will be their fifth offensive line combination. So he doesn't have a lot of continuity up front. I think that is kind of you know inducive of why he hasn't been great because he's constantly having to change you know what he does um, on a down on a week to week basis. So hasn't got you know consistency from that offensive line. I think that's a that's a part of what um, they want to get kind of cemented in into their um, program. But. All in all, I think they could be excited about just going forward. I don't think they the division is a joke, pretty much. I mean, outside of you know the Texans, which they have uh, they split with, if I'm not mistaken, right? right? So, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, don't have to worry about them again. Jonathan Taylor um, probably on IR. Uh, I don't think you have to worry about uh, Tennessee as well. So that's one thing they have. They'll pretty much guarantee the home game um, and, unless they slip up. So, I mean, I would I would look forward to them taking another step once they get the offensive line situated. Defense has been. Pretty good. Um, I don't think they, they they do have some trouble on the back end, as we've seen with the Texans. But overall, I mean, I think Jaguars fans have uh, a lot to look forward to. Man, they got a they got a good team, a good coach, um, good play caller. I don't know how much um, the OC, which is Zach Taylor's brother. I don't know if you knew that or not, but Zach Taylor's oh, wow. brother is the I o- know that. Yeah, he's the OC for for Jacksonville. Now I'm I'm not sure how much you know he calls the plays or you know him and Doug kind of collaborate on that, but. Yeah, I mean, I think they got a lot to look forward to. Um, once they get that offensive line um, c-minute, I think they'll be good. They do have to up that back end, though, man, 28th in passing yards allowed. But, yeah. again, in this matchup, they don't have to worry about that right now. Um, so I would like to see some more um, improvement from the secondary. But outside of that, man, I think they're, I think they're pretty good in line to um, maybe upset somebody in the AFC if they can get that offensive line
0: situated. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I know the the numbers, especially the passing touchdowns, don't really jump off the page for Trevor Lawrence. He only has Mm -hmm. 12 passing touchdowns on the season of seven interceptions. But, I mean, if you don't need your quarterback to, you know, throw for 20, 25 touchdowns at this juncture of the season – They've really relied on Travis Etienne um, yep. you know, to be that guy in that running game to to find success here this far thus far this season. So uh yeah, definitely um brighter days are here for the uh for the Jacksonville Jaguars after what's transpired with this team over the last several seasons. All right, Lante, before we get into the actual game here between the Cincinnati Bengals and the uh Jacksonville Jaguars, let me tell everyone about Bet Rivers. We're brought to you by Bet Rivers. And Bet Rivers is active in over 14 states plus Ontario, Canada. Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space. Their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. Depositing and withdrawing is super easy on Bet Rivers as well. Use a sign up link in our show bio and get a risk free bet up to $500 or, go to, go, or just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com Bet Rivers. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com Bet Rivers. Problem gambling, call 1 800 GAMBLER. All right, Lante. let's get into the game here. My man, uh, like I mentioned, the Jacksonville Jaguars are an eight and a half point home favorite here uh, with a total of 39 hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. What are you thinking about this game?
1: Yeah, tough game. Um, I, I, although we've said that, uh, you know, we don't really like the um, con- the current uh, iteration of this Cincinnati team. I mean, eight and a half is, is still a lot of points to be laying. Uh, Browning, like you mentioned, he he wasn't bad, but he wasn't good either. He's kind of right in the middle. Um, and that's the way to take advantage of the the um, Jaguars' defense is through the air. Can he do it consistently um, in a stage where the Bengals, you know, historically haven't done um, well on Monday Night Football, 3-20 and 20 on the road in Monday Night Football games? I'm not really a big historical trend guy because, you know, the Bengals were bad for so long. Um, mm-hmm. th- but that's the, that's the worst three and 20 on the road in Monday night football game. That's the worst in NFL history that includes nine in a row on the road. Um, and you're with a backup quarterback, you've lost three straight. We mentioned at the top, like, what is the mindset of this team? Um, how competitive are they? And then on the other side, uh, while you do have the added motivation for when well, I wouldn't say motivation, but I guess a sense of, uh, wanting to perform on a big stage because the Jags are in, in the 12 year drought, they haven't been on Monday night football you know so this is the this is breaking down uh the players josh allen uh doug peterson were asked about you know what they think about um you know ending that drought so they're excited about it they want to put on a show for the fans and everybody watching so i mean i would i would think that they have a little bit extra juice uh being at home to to come out and, and perform well especially after they were supposed to they were supposed to Dominate that um, that Houston game. They they let I think fourteen points go, ten to fourteen points to go um, between that second half into the third quarter because they were in, in the middle eight. They were slated to score and then get the ball back. So um, yeah, big swing there. So I think they come out and uh, have a big day. So I like the chat ja- I'm leaning to the Jags. I don't want to lay it just yet. I got them in a teaser. Uh, if you if you want to you know put them in a teaser, get them down under seven, under three. I think that's the better bit um for this game i am kind of worried about the the offensive line combination of how they protect um trevor lawrence and then also i didn't know about uh, etn so that's another kind of uh moving part that you want to monitor and uh cincinnati just defensively i mean they're just they're just not good at all i would think that jacksonville can do whatever they want and and be pretty balanced i mean 27th in third down percentage defense so they're not getting off the field Uh, You mentioned it at the top, the 29th versus the run, 26th versus the pass, 31st in yards per game allowed. I mean, the offense is just uh, leaves a lot to be desired. Under 80 yards um, rushing a game, I just don't see a path for the Bengals to come out and have a ton of success here against a team that their strength is stopping a run, a 4th in rushing yards allowed. Um, yep. That makes it tougher on the Cincinnati offense. Uh, the weakness is the pass game, like we mentioned, but can Browning do it on a consistent basis? I'm not 100% sure. Um, so if I'm playing it, I, I would I would probably lay it with, uh, with the Jags.
0: Yeah, the Jags right now only allowing 87.4 points, sorry, 87.4 uh, rushing yards on the ground through the season. Has fallen off a little bit over the last three weeks where they have given up 109. Uh, but I think if, again, this just comes down to if the, if Jake Browning can find some success through the air, I think that it's going to come down to if the Bengals are in this game, it's going to have to be a lower scoring game. And not, and just because it is a Monday Night Football game, I know the trend's out there. What thirteen and one to the under this season? Um, I think this again there's a real possibility that this, like you mentioned, that Cincinnati Bengals offense does struggle. And if again, if If Jake Browning makes some mistakes here, this could get away from them real quick because like you mentioned, how good their defense is um, on the ground for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I did also, like you mentioned here, uh, Lante, I am also on uh, the teaser here for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I teased them down to minus two and a half on a six point teaser currently sitting at eight and a half on the spread here. So I do like the, uh, the uh, teaser option here for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'll lean here with the Jags. I don't love it. I think the bigger conversation might here just be on the total, which is at sitting at 39 points in this game. And like I mentioned, so far this season, those primetime games have been going under uh, the total, especially on Sunday night football and Monday night football. So thus far this season, the uh, under and 14 games on Monday night football this season uh, the under is 13 and one with an average final score of about 30. Let's see here. What's that? 37 points. Currently, this total sorry, 36.2 points. Right now, the total is sitting at uh 39 in this game. And um, you know, over the last two weeks since Jake Browning has been the starting quarterback, they have been lower scoring games. I know last week it was against the Steelers and Steelers' offense, we know had been struggling. Um, but um it was a sixteen to ten final last week against the Steelers. I I may it might be something similar to that. Maybe like a twenty to ten final in this game. Yeah. Uh, I'm leaning towards the under. I can't get away from that uh uh the trend of the under in on Monday night football here, Lante. Any thoughts on the total? Yeah, I mean I agree
1: with everything you just said. i it's just so much um uncertainty. I would maybe look at the Bengals team total to go under. Um, because yeah. If they if they have if they don't have any success through the air, I don't see how they score. Um, not against um, not against that front um, with Josh Allen and uh, Aluakan who who they have a great that's that's a pretty nice. Well, I don't want to say great, but that's a nice one two tandem um, on that uh, in that linebacking core. And I, yeah, I don't see them having much success if they can't hit a big player to the chase or whatever the case may be. I don't, I don't think they'll be able to move the ball. So maybe look at a team total under versus um, a full game um, under
0: yeah i'm trying to find um the team totals for this game so let's see here um game props where are team props i mean i could just do the math here so total 39 we divided by two that's around 19 and a half so i'm guessing it's probably going to be around 14. 14 and a half for the Cincinnati Bengals uh on their team oh, You don't total. see you don't see it anywhere? Yeah, I don't see it on Bed rivers right now. Oh, we'll um see. let me see here if I can find it. <mumbles> Player props, team total. Uh oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, you are right. I see 14 and a half. Yeah, 14 and a half, right? So yeah. I mean, I, I think the ceiling is probably two touchdowns for this yeah. uh, Bengals team, unless, you know, there's a mistake made by Trevor Lawrence and the offense. But um, yeah, I, I do like the uh, under this game. I feel like your call on the under for the Cincinnati Bengals um, team total as well. Uh, Lante, before we do get into the player props here for this uh, game between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the cincinnati Bengals. let me tell everyone about price picks price picks is your daily fantasy sports app and you can again play alongside your some of your favorite um, fantasy players over on prize picks. And well, the great thing I love about prize picks is that with the basketball season here as well, whether it's college basketball, whether it's NBA, you can now pick uh, combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league tab. A league that's created specifically for combo projection that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example, you want to take LeBron and you want to take Mr. Travis Kelsey Swift. At a combo of 10 and a half of three pointers made by LeBron and receptions by Travis Kelsey Swift. You can do that over on PrizePix. And you can also play along some of Prize Picks favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. You can also find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each and every single week price picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play. Even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games, even if you have a player who exits in the first game in the first half and does not return in the second half, that player is automatically rebooted. Price picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So if you had Joe Burrow player projections on price picks in your entry a couple weeks ago, in that Baltimore Ravens game, he played that first half. He didn't return to that second half. Well, he got rebooted, so he didn't have to worry about losing that entry over on Price Picks. Price Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks in 60 seconds and submit your entry. They have quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players, and stat types On are what makes Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Price Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesdays. Each Tuesday, Price Picks PricePix discounts select players' projections up to 25% to provide even more value. PricePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. So all you got to do is go to PricePix.com slash SGPN and use promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's PricePix.com. Slash SGPN. Make sure you use, use that promo code SGPN and stay tuned at the end of the episode. Lonce and I will put together our prize pick entry for this Monday night football game. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And roster brought to you by Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, soccer bet with its circle stats and data. Insert any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Start all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets or craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit jofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets all right Lante, let's get into our player props here for this monday night football game uh anything that stands out to you as far as player props
1: yeah i mean honestly uh i did have trevor Etienne as one of my favorite player props of the week but i'm kind of scared off by uh some of the especially with a rib injury i don't know i mean of course he can probably get you know a rib protector or whatever the case may be but uh, i guess i'll still roll with it um he's rolling in i think they're going to I think he's gonna be able to move the ball through the uh catch the ball through the air and move it on the ground. The last three games, um, he's been under this number, which is 87 and a half for rushing plus receiving. Um, but he was in a negative game script versus the 49ers. They pretty much had to throw the ball every uh every down um after getting behind early. he finished with 86 last game. So he should be more involved with the pass game, with the struggles of, you know, the Cincinnati defense. Um, and I wouldn't be, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if he breaks off a long run, 30, 35 yard run. Um, so I do, uh, I don't love it as much as I did before, you know, he was put on the injury report, but I still do like it thinking that he can be utilized in multiple ways um, against his Bengals defense. Um, one of my favorite ones that I do love is uh, Christian Kirk over 21 and a half longest reception. Um, he's over this in four of his last five games in those games. The longest reception is averaging about 42.2 yards. Um, he's averaging seven targets in his last seven targets, um, per in his last five. So he's getting a lot of volume out of seven of those targets. Let's just say at least three of them are going to be bombs. Um, and one of them will be, you know, a probably an in, a in cut um, a little V route where he can take it. He can catch it and, and get some yak. So I like Christian Kirk. If you want to ladder him up to hundred plus, I think he has a big game as well. Um, so I'm all over Christian Kirk this week, but those are the two that I like. I mean, on the other side, I mean, to be honest with you, it's hard to kind of gauge with, the cincinnati offense of what to do with browning um, obviously the only person that i would look at would be chase uh, I, I wouldn't trust mixing yeah. against this defense um maybe if you want to go to chase receptions um i'm not sure how much yards after catch he gets because he's going to be pretty much keyed in on but i mean again chase is good for at least one or two big plays here or there. so i wouldn't trust the um kind of flip-flopping with the yardage, but I do think volume, he's going to get a lot of targets, um, and, and I'm pretty sure he's going to haul in with six or seven catches. I don't know what his number is. I didn't write it down, um, but I'm assuming it's around, what, six and a half, six, six and a half for receptions.
0: Uh, for Jamar Chase? Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Receptions for Jamar Chase is at... Where's Jamar Chase? Uh, f- five and a half plus
1: 105. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of short. Yeah, I, I like that over. I thought it was gonna be six, six and a half. I mean, six, I mean, six catches. I think he can get that in you know a couple a couple drives. To be honest, I mean, he's gonna be fe- the only featured um, wide receiver. And again, that's where they struggle. Now it's hard to trust Browning, but again, I mean, getting the ball to your best player is tunnel tunnel screens. Uh, you got the quick hitches, uh, different things like that to get Jamar chase the ball the ball in his hands quick and easy and let him do the rest. So yeah, five and a half at plus money. I think that's a good bet.
0: Yeah, I think the number is short here because he hasn't gone over this uh, projection in 5 stra- or, sorry, 4 straight weeks. He's had yeah. four receptions, two receptions, 5 and 4. Uh but the one guy I was looking at is you mentioned earlier Joe Mixon in the passing game. Um I love his over 19 and a half receiving yards in this game. Um and I think it's a great pivot away from you know, like we mentioned how great this rush defense is for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, but they do give it up through the air to the, um, uh, to the running back position. So I'm um, quickly trying to pull up those numbers here, but um, so let me get my handicap on the Joe Mixon over uh receiving yards. So 10 out of 12 weeks or 10 out of 12 games, I should say for the Jacksonville Jaguars, the opposing running backs have g- gone over this projection of 19 and a half receiving yard. Only two teams that didn't were division opponents uh, of the Jaguars. That was the Colts in week one. We know they didn't have Jonathan Taylor in that game. I don't think Zach Moss played in that game either, if I'm not mistaken. Then it was in week 11 a couple of weeks ago against the Titans. Uh, uh, Tajay Spears had two receptions for 12 yards, and then King Henry had one reception for six yards. But other than that, Every other running back, including multiple running backs on the same team, have gone over this projection of 19 and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Also, Joe Mixon, he's gotten involved in that passing game. He's also gone over this projection of 19 a half receiving yards in five of the last six games uh, as well. So I think with the backup quarterback, like we talked about with Jake Browning, I mean, you mentioned the screen passes, maybe the Charlie checkdowns or the tunnel you know, screen passes, things like that. I think Joe Mixon could probably be the beneficiary of that. And I think that this is a pathway for Joe Mixon to stay yeah. involved in this offense like for it. the Cincinnati Bengals. I like so it. I love uh, Joe Mixon over 19 and a half receiving yards in this game. Uh, i curious to see what his receptions are here as well for Mixon. Let me see here if they have that listed. Three, three and a half. Um, it's at two and a half at minus 166 or so pretty much three, three, three yeah. and a half. So. I mean, I love the yardage there at, at, at 19 and a half. I think I would ladder this up to maybe even 30 yards uh, if you're allowed to do that for uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, any other player props your launcher you're looking at? No, nah, that's all. Uh, I do like that one, though, uh, that you just brought to my attention. I think that you probably maybe have to look at Jake Browning past attempts in this game as well, just because, like we mentioned, the the rush defense is so good for the um for the Jaguars that... um. It just has to enable opposing quarterbacks to throw the football. And I know Jacksonville was up there as far as pass attempts allowed um, to that quarterback position. Let me see here. Yeah, so they're allowing 37.73, so about 38 pass attempts per game to that uh, quarterback position. Um, TJ Stroud last week had 36, but I know the prior two weeks where Brock Purdy only had 26 and then Will Levis only had 17. But I mean, if you kind of go down the list, uh prior to that, Josh Allen, 40. Um uh Gardner Minshew, 55, Derek Carr, 55, uh Jesus. Mitchell Trubisky and yeah, Kenny Pickett combined 43. Um, so I think that I think that's a number here they also want to look at here for Jake Browning on over on his past attempts. All right, Lante, let's get into our touchdown scores for this game, man. What are you looking at?
1: I'm looking at Tank Bigsby, man, eight to one. One of my favorite ones of the day. I liked it like even that. when, um, even when ETN uh, was going to be in. I thought that they would be able to establish the run, um, tank down the in the goal line in the goal line state. Um, I think or the red zone. I think he'll get more opportunities now that ETN is banged up. I think that's an even more um higher possibility that he gets in on, on the goal line or even gets you know more carries around the red zone area. So I like Tank at eight to one. Uh, I'm looking at Kirk, of course, because I think he can break off a big. Um, uh, catch, uh, catch and run. I'm um, looking at him. I don't see his number. Uh, let me see his updated number. Uh, Who's was this for? This is for Christian Kirk. Um, 170. You see 170.
0: Christian Kirk. I see a 160. Yeah, 160, 170. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I like that one, and um, I'm also gonna go with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think he'll be able to use his legs more. Uh, he he's been more um since that. Since that quote-unquote injury that he had, um, he's been using his legs a little bit more after that bye week. So I like him to score. I think he's plus 385, plus 390 um, to score a touchdown. I like that as well. Those are the three that I really like.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on uh, Trevor Lawrence and Bigsby. I really do like, uh, like this, especially at the odds there. Yeah. Um... I think that maybe Jacksonville defense finds a way to score here. Uh, defense slash special teams, that's around five. That's five to one to six to one uh, for them to do. I think, you know, Browning could probably make a mistake here, whether it's a fumble, scoop, and score or pick six here. I think that's definitely in the realm of possibility um, for the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Um, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you, I mean, you're the ones that I really did like as well. Tank Bixby, I think, is uh, some great value here yes, uh, for him to find the end zone. Uh, All right. So those are our touchdown scores for this Monday night football game. Let's get over to our best bets and then we'll put together our price picks entry. For this uh, Monday night football game. So, what do you like as far as your best bet?
1: Um, Best bet, I'm going to go with two player props. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to pivot away from ETN. I'm going to go with the receiving yards since I already gave out the longest reception. I'm going to go with Christian Kirk over, I see 50.5. Do you see anything better than that? 50.5 painted pretty much across.
0: I see. Uh, For Christian Kirk, let me see. I I think 50.5 is consensus.
1: Yeah, so I like 15 and a half over uh, receiving yards. If want to ladder it up, 75, 85, 100 plus. I think he has a um, a, a big night. And I'm going go with Jamar Chase over receptions, five and a half at plus money. Uh, so that's, a, that's like a double best bet that I like. Uh, both player props, both receivers. I think um, we mentioned it um, earlier in the breakdown that the getting the ball out of Brownie's hands, quick, easy uh, completions to Chase, I, I think that'll be... Um, Indicative of how they play this game as far as the offensive mindset. So, chase over five and a half receptions at plus money. Are the two best bets that I have. Chase and, uh all right it.
0: All right. Um, all right. My best bet. uh I'm gonna just go with the under in this game here as well. Under 39 and a half right now. Again, I just think that number one, we see the trend of the primetime games going under, but I think there's more reason here with know Jake Browning at that quarterback position I think that he'll be very limited in this game on what he's able to do I mean we mentioned it, the team total right now is right around two touchdowns if you're able to find the hook on the 14 and a half I don't hate that um, but I just think this is a game where I think he does struggle in this in, in this game as far as throw the football because we have mentioned multiple times how good the Jacksonville Jaguars rush defense is uh, so I do like the under and then also give you Joe Mixon over on his yeah, like uh, receiving yards yeah 19 and a half uh, I think that if he's not able to find Jamar chase, I think there's going to be a lot of checks checkdowns to Joe Mixon. Like I mentioned, he's done it five of the last six weeks and opposing running backs. I've had a lot of success through the air uh, against this Jacksonville Jaguars defense. So um, I'll give you those two as well under a uh, full game. And then Joe Mixon over 19 and a half receiving yards uh, for this football game. Uh lot before we wrap it up here, let's put together our price pick entry here for this game. Um, let's see here. Let me see if I can find Joe Mixon on his uh, receiving yard. So a uh, little bit of discount here on price picks. They have it at 18 and a half. So we'll go more than 18 and a half receiving yards for uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, you want to throw in Jamar Chase's receptions yeah. in this? Right,
1: yeah, I do. Um, what about uh, your Browning over um, attempts? I like that as well.
0: Uh, let's see here. So I don't see Jamar Chase listed just yet. So let's go Browning on his past attempts to go higher. Browning, oh, they don't have Browning yet either. Um, you said um, Christian Kirk, right? You liked on, on the yeah, higher like on Kirk his receiving yards. Let me see if they have that. Um, we may be a day early. That's why they may not have it. But let's see. All right, so they have Christian Kirk. Fifty and a half receiving yards will go higher on that, and let's see what else did we like here. Um, I wanted to get there with ETN, but I don't think that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm scared about ETN. Is Bigsby up there? Mm,
0: for rushing yards, yeah. Let's see, Bigsby. No, no Bigsby either. Um. What about uh, Lawrence uh, rushing yards? Yeah, yeah, but I like that one. I like that one. 11 and a half. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll go like higher it. on that. Yeah, okay, like perfect. That. Yeah. All right, so we'll go Joe Mixon, more than 18 and a half receiving yards. Christian Kirk, more than 50 and a half receiving yards. Trevor Lawrence, more than 11 and a half rushing yards. That power play, if you get all three of those correct, uh, you'll win a nice $500 return courtesy of Price picks. So, again, make sure to go to pricepicks.com, use that promo code SGPN. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. And you can join in on the fun with us for Monday Night Football or any other game, whether it's uh, NFL, NBA, college, NHL, whatever your heart desires. um A lot of great stuff over on Price Picks. Their, their menu is absolutely fantastic to choose from. Um, so, definitely check out pricepicks.com and make sure you use that promo code SGPN. All right, Lante, that is going to do it for this edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast at Monday Night Football, betting preview between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? Uh,
1: nah, man, just play some bits on, on, on the player props. We just listed out. Take your wife, uh, take your girlfriend, whoever, significant other, take her out for a date on Monday. You, there's no need to watch this game. Just check the score, <laughs> check the stats. You, you'll be good. Get some brownie points with the, with the, uh, with the misses. Or yeah, mister, that's a, if you're if you're a woman listening,
0: whatever. Yeah, there you go. There's uh, uh, there's a day here that you if there's a game that you want to skip here yes. on Monday night football, yes. uh, this is definitely the one. Uh, next Monday night football, as we always do, look ahead is going to be between uh, week fourteen. We have
1: are we are we back with Monday double headers in week fourteen? Oh,
0: we got a double header next week. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, we got the Titans and the Dolphins and we got the Packers and we've got Lante's New York football giants against the Green Bay Packers. So, Two games for us to discuss next week. Um, So look out for us then at the usual time. Usually we uh, record these on Saturdays if you want to join us on the live stream. But if you haven't already, subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast. Go ahead and do so. We have episodes that drop every single day and going live er, live every single day, Monday through Friday, actually Monday through Saturday, and also the pregame show that happens on Sunday as well. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.